This is episode 125. We welcome you to the ADHD Smarter Parenting Podcast. Here to heal and elevate lives is your parenting coach, Siope Kinikini. Hello, my friends. How are you? Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Joining me once again, this is Siope. I am your host here at the ADHD Smarter Parenting Podcast. I hope you're having a great day wherever you may be, walking your dog, running errands, cleaning the house. I know we all listen to podcasts and we're able to do multiple things, which is a wonderful way for us to connect and communicate during this time. I am so excited to be talking today about skills as the solution that you need in order to see the transformation happen in your family. Now, I have been sitting on this topic in my mind for quite a while. It's talking about skills in general. Everything that we teach in Smarter Parenting comes from the teaching family model. And I need you to really memorize that. The teaching family model, just to give a background, is a model that was created in the 1960s. And it's existed for decades. And it's being used by agencies and professionals and parents all around the world in order to help children with problematic behaviors. One thing that I emphasize and I want parents to know is that the model was focused on children with the absolute worst behaviors out there. The inception of the teaching family model started when they took boys that were court ordered. They had to be removed from the home because they had difficult behaviors. Their parents couldn't deal with them. And the court just said, we don't know what to do. We're going to put them here and let's do a study. And so A lot of funding went into this to find out in what ways can we reach these most difficult children and bring about change. That was the inception of the teaching family model. And since that time, it has grown. They found that there were certain techniques and certain skills that people could implement in order to change even the most difficult child, which is what makes me so excited about sharing the teaching family model. So, Anyways, I had to give that background because I think it's important for you to understand we're not just making this stuff up as we go. This has been around for a long time and it's still being used because it works. It absolutely works. So today during the podcast, I'm going to share with you a conversation that I had with parents with Jay and Audra. They both have two children. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Jay and Audra and what they were going through and then our conversation. So during this podcast, you're going to learn about the technical and artistic side of parenting. We're also going to talk about how the artistic side really is the part of the parent being able to apply these skills for their child in the way that is most effective. And then the last thing we're going to talk about is the ways that we can help you reach that goal. So super excited. This is a wonderful podcast and one that I hope you mark and share with other people. All right. Need to share it with other people. Now, Jay and Audra and I had a conversation. They called up. They have a 10-year-old boy who is aggressive when he becomes upset. And they have a five-year-old boy who's a lot more timid. And so for them, their observation is that he withdraws. And they were looking into different ways to intervene with their with their boys. What ways could they decrease their 10-year-old's aggressive behaviors? And in what ways could they increase communication with their 5-year-old? Now, as we were talking, we were reviewing the skills that are available on the Smarter Parenting website. And this led to a conversation about the technical and the artistic side of parenting. 
There is a technical side and artistic side to parenting. The technical side requires you to know exactly what to do, the steps that you need to follow in order to do what you need to do as a parent, to get what the job needs to be done. The artistic side is how you apply it. How do you, as a parent, make this make sense to your child? Because every child is different. In order to drive this point home, we started to talk about the technical and artistic side to other areas in the world. So if you don't know me, I love competition shows on television. One of my favorite competition shows is The British Bake Off. I love that show. And it is one of my favorite shows to watch because they have challenges throughout the show where the bakers are supposed to demonstrate their technical skill and then a showstopper at the end. It's a combination of bringing the technique of baking and then the artistic interpretation from the baker in order to create something fantastic. No two people are going to make the cake the same. However, they are going to do technical things that are very, very similar in order to get a good cake. Now, this applies in so many other ways because it's true of dancers as well. In order for a dancer to become really great at the art of dancing, they need to learn techniques first. They need to master the technical part of it, and then the interpretation or the artistic side comes in afterwards. This is the same with actors, same with painters, same with architects. Okay, there are techniques and technical things they need to know and understand in order to create what they need to create, and then they introduce their own personalities into this, the artistic side of it. Lawyers are the same, believe it or not. Okay, there's a technical way to look at the law and know what the ramifications and kind of the structure of where you're at. And then the artistic side is how do you argue that? How do you convince and persuade somebody of that? So there are so many professions that use this. I, w- I want you to think about a teacher that you had in the past, okay? Teachers are all taught their techniques in school, and they practice those techniques while they're working with children and learning how to teach. This is how you teach. Boom, 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 boom. And then once they get into the classroom and they're dealing with maybe 20 children, maybe 30, I don't know, when they're dealing with multiple children, they bring in the artistic side. No two history teachers teach the same subject exactly the same. Why is that? They both have the technical skill, but it's the application of the artistic that really makes a difference. Now, this is the same thing that happens with parenting. For us here at Smarter Parenting, using the skills of the teaching family model, we give you all the techniques you need to deal with difficult behaviors. We give them to you. And what we do is we guide you along. This is what you say. This is what you do. Here are ways to engage and interact with your child. We'll talk more about that at the end of this podcast, but I want you to understand that we are providing for you on a silver platter for free on our website the technical skills that you need in order to be a successful parent. Then comes the part of being the creative artistic side of parenting, which is no two children are going to behave the exact same during a tantrum behavior. 
So let's go back to Jade and Audra. We were talking about their children and their 10-year-old with aggressive behavior and their 5-year-old who withdraws and the difficulty in working with them. Now, not all 10-year-olds who have aggressive behaviors behave exactly the same. So I had to dig a little deeper with them, find out what does it look like when he's aggressive? Does he punch a hole in the wall? Does he punch his sibling? Does he throw things? Is he yelling only? What exactly? And what that does is it informs me of what technique or skill we need to bring in in order to correct the behavior. Again, these skills, they make your life so much easier because we are giving you the technique and now you can mold it and shift it to how you are going to teach these things to your children, make them customized to your children. And what a beautiful thing to be able to do that, right? The model itself gives us very specific steps to follow. For example, effectively communicating with somebody. We follow these steps. Now, you could be communicating about something very simple, like, hey, chores and taking uh, the garbage out to the front. Or you could be talking about something that's more difficult, like sexuality. So we give you the technique, and then the artistic side of you is going to make it fit for the situation you're in and for the child that you're working with. It's absolutely beautiful to watch this unfold. As I was talking to Jay and Audra, I explained to them my working in group homes with children who had been removed from their families and in applying these skills with the children and also being artistic enough that I could make it fit for them personally, make it individualized for them because they deserve it and they need to be understood and taught to at the level that they're at. It makes your life easier once you know the steps to the techniques. This also gives you results because when you start to apply the skills, you're going to start to see things change. Sometimes they change and the, the child wants to up the ante and make things more difficult because they want to return back to the way things were. That happens sometimes. But if you are consistent, you are going to see results happening with your child. You are going to see changes happening. And when I was talking to Jay and Audra about their 10-year-old son, they were thinking, well, maybe he'll grow out of it. And I, and I told them, you know, it's difficult for me to sit back and say, yeah, well, maybe it's just a phase. No, we want to always be teaching to our children because if we can teach them even in the most difficult times of their lives and use these skills, this is a life saver long term because you won't have to deal with it at a more severe level later. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a cut. Would you put a Band-Aid on a cut or would you just hope it heals? Okay. You want to start treating it immediately because you don't want infection, you don't want it to grow, you don't want things to become more complicated. So with Jay and Audra, I'm like, look, we can invest the time now and start addressing these things. Or you can wait and see how it goes and hope for the best. And in reality, if we deal with things now, because time goes by so quickly, we're going to save time in the future. You can actually plan out and plot out what will happen in the future if we start addressing things now and how you can work with your child as your child grows. So it's an absolute time saver. Either way, you're going to be spending time with your children, helping them work through their issues. So you can either do it up front 
pay the price and have a longer time of joy and happiness, or you can kind of just wait and then deal with it over a longer period of time. Just kind of seems like a no-brainer to me, right, to be able to do that. So we continue to talk about the technical and artistic side of parenting, learning the skills. That's what we do. We offer these up for free on our Smarter Parenting website. You learn those skills, memorize them, have them down, and when you need them most, they pop up in your head and you're able to use them interchangeably with your child, whatever skill you need. If you can memorize all of them, which I've had parents do, you're going to be so much better off in the long run because your child, based on their behavior, you're going to be able to adjust and do the artistic side of parenting. Now, I'm going to continue to talk about tantrum behaviors and the different ways that you can use different skills for that because children are different. But right after this message. Do you need to take a parenting class? Do you need a certificate for that parenting class? Sign up for our online parenting class. Watch our lesson videos, complete quizzes, and download class assignments all from your home. Visit the Smarter Parenting website under the Coaching tab and sign up for the silver, gold, or platinum level to access the class. Okay, so let's talk about the different ways that you can use skills to deal with tantrum behaviors. Now, we have multiple skills on the Smarter Parenting website, and you can use different skills based on your child. When someone calls me up for coaching and we're dealing with difficult behaviors, I ask a lot of probing questions because I want to find what skill will work best to diffuse the situation, calm the child down, and get them to a point where a parent can teach them the appropriate way to deal with their emotions. Well, Jay and Audra, we were talking about this with their their child, 10-year-old boy, aggressive, and they had mentioned to me that he really struggles recognizing that he is in full tantrum. And so for them, after doing some more exploring and investigating how they engage and interact with him, I made the suggestion to just use the skill of, of observe and describe for the first week. So if you don't know what observe and describe is and you're a new listener, I've talked about this quite a bit, but let me explain what it is. What you do as a parent is you observe your child's behavior and then you describe what you see. So it's like taking a snapshot of what is happening at the moment and then describing the picture. You remove all emotion from everything that is happening. You remain calm and you just observe and describe. So they looked at me and they're like, that's it. That's all you think that we should be doing. And I'm like, well, based off of the information you gave me, that should give him enough time to pause and make some corrections on his own. So the next week happened. We were able to communicate again. And Audra was the one who spoke. And she's like, you know what? I am shocked that that worked. That worked to help diffuse him from the aggressive behaviors because he tends to not know what he's doing. But when I observe and describe what he's doing, he takes stock into what's happening and it makes him pause and then rethink things. So she's like, I've seen greater control over his negative emotions when I use observe and describe. And I said, well, that's fantastic. So I gave you the technical and tell me more about the artistic side of it. And she said, well, when we initially started it, he started to do other behaviors. So I just shifted and was observing, describing whatever behavior he was doing. So I just followed him. Like at first he was yelling and I did observe and describe. And then he stood up and walked across the room. And so I observed and described that. 
And then he would leave the room, and I observe and describe that. And he turned around, and he was saying things like, why are you following me? Leave me alone. And then she would use observe and describe. So Audra was consistently using observe and describe to bring him back. And what happened was she noticed that he started to de-escalate. And then the more she did it, the more de-escalation happened much quicker over time. And I said, that's fantastic. So I gave you the steps of what you need to do, and now you applied it to your child in a way that works for your child. That's fantastic. Now, is this the approach that I would use for every child that has a tantrum behavior? No, it is not, because every child is different, and it's part of that artistic side. When someone calls in for coaching, we customize it based off of your child and you and your engagement with each other to figure out which skill will work best. In some cases, when parents have called in about tantrum behaviors, we have focused on effective negative consequences and effective positive rewards. Those have been the skills that we have used. In younger children, even the skill of following instructions is a skill that we can use to deal with tantrum behaviors. So it's customizing that and making the artistic choices or the creative choices around your child and your child's needs. Because let's be respectful and understand not all children are the same. If you are wondering why there are a million parenting books out there, it's because no child is the same. There is no one, one technique that's going to work for every child at every stage. So what you do is you learn the technical part of it. You learn the skills. You learn the steps to the skills. That is the solution. And then you bring in the artistic side. Once you have the technique down, the skills memorized, you are more flexible to use them wherever and whenever you need. So it's it's just fantastic. Now, I'm going to explain to you how we here at Smarter Parenting reach out to help you implement this. We're doing a combination of providing you with the techniques, but we're also helping you by providing you with the artistic side of parenting. The way that we do that is we are presenting you the technical side with the skills. You can find all the skills on the Smarter Parenting website. There's preventive teaching that helps children learn what they need to do before a situation arises, so it prepares them, which decreases anxiety in a lot of children and a lot of parents. There's correcting behaviors, what you should do if you need to correct a child's behavior in the middle of a negative behavior. There is decision-making where you help a child systematically learn how to make decisions. We have effective negative consequences, how to make consequences work for your child, effective positive rewards, how to make rewards work for your child, and how to use both of those together in order to create an environment where your child wants to behave. So we have these skills, observe and describe. We talk about the ABCs of behavior. We teach you all the technical parts of it through the skills, because the skills are the solution. And then to help you with the artistic side, we are providing you with this free podcast. This artistic side is me helping you understand how other parents have applied these skills to their own children. So you can get a more nuanced understanding of how the skills work, how parents have used them, and the success that they have seen. It's important for you to know that we provide both sides of it. Now, in the artistic side as well, 
and the technical side, if you sign up for a club membership and you receive coaching one-on-one, then we go over the technical because I will be drilling down to you what skill you should be focused on for a specific behavior that you're dealing with. And then I will introduce some artistic things that you can do with it. You can find this also on the Smarter Parenting website, and I highly recommend you jump over there to look at it because we have combined the technical and artistic on the pages that contain the skills. If you look up effective communication, for example, you're going to see the technical part of it as a video, which runs for about five minutes. It explains all of the steps, what you need to say, how you need to engage, what to follow. We actually outline it for you. We give you the technique. We give you the skill. And that's the solution. And then below that video, you're going to find games and activities, which is an artistic way for you to engage with your child to start teaching these concepts. We've included both of those because we want to see maximum success with families and with parents. So there are multiple ways that we want to help. But we absolutely need to go back to the skills because skills are the solution. Once you know the skills, you have greater flexibility as a parent to apply them in multiple situations and for multiple behaviors. And in the long run, you will fix things earlier so you don't have to deal with them for a longer period of time or when they get older and things become even more difficult. Now, Jay and Audra, we talked about their five-year-old who withdraws, and so we started to focus on effective communication in ways that he could communicate. And so they learned the skill of effective communication, and they taught that skill to their child, and they started practicing by using games first. Again, it's an artistic choice on how to apply the technique or the skill with their child. But these things are the things that work because we are addressing parenting as a holistic exercise, a holistic viewpoint, rather than saying, just do this, just do this, just do this, and everything will be great. It's more complicated than that. Children are different. Environments are different. Parents are different. Circumstances are different. And so we want you to be able to work and function in the environment that you're in with the child that you have, which for whatever reason they're acting out is their personality or their, and we don't want to suppress that. When we look at creating something, children are unpredictable, right? We're not raising robots that will do exactly what we say. We're raising future adults who can make good decisions and who can deal with their emotions. And all children learn how to do that in their own ways and through their own experiences and with our help. So again, skills are the solution. Skills are absolutely the solution. They make your life easier. You're going to see results when you use them. A long-term lifesaver. You put in the time now, don't have to worry about it later. The skills also give you the confidence to deal with challenging problems because once you know these skills, you know exactly what to do. You see a tantrum behavior, boom, I'm going to do this. You see your child being disrespectful in some way, boom, I know I'm going to do this. You need to create a a bond with your child, boom, I'm going to use this skill. It creates this confidence in knowing exactly what you need to do, and in many cases, providing you with the words you need in order to convey what it is you need to do. So it gives you the confidence, and we help you along this journey by not only giving you the skills, the solutions, 
but also helping you to apply them artistically, just like any excellent person, you know, painters, lawyers, architects, actors, dancers, teachers in a classroom. Seriously, we're making a combination of these approaches in order to help your child succeed and for you to be happy, for you to succeed. I could talk about this for a million years. I'm serious. And by the way, if if you have not seen The Great British Bake Off, you should watch it. It's fantastic. Mary Berry could be my co-pilot anywhere. She's so fantastic. I think that show is just great. So um, that's it for me for this week. Next week, we're going to talk about time and why children feel like time is just so different for them than adults. I mean, when we talk about schedules and getting kids up and getting them going for the day, a parent can say, okay, you have five minutes. And for a child, they're acting like they have like 20 hours to get put their shoes on. We're going to be talking about time and a study that came out that helps us understand why children see time very differently than adults. There are scientific reasons why there's a difference in the time. There's something called mind time and there's clock time. Parents and adults operate on clock time. Children operate in mind time. I'll talk about the study and all of that. It's fascinating. So tune in next week. But again, I just want you to focus in on the skills. Skills are the solution. I love you all. I'll talk to you again next week. Take care. All right, bye.